last day of the week you are going to start new week tomorrow i think saturday morning this is a good time for all of us to reflect how we did what we did how was our emotional reactions all the good things we experiences all the difficulties we experienced last week if you can learn from your last week you can make better upcoming new week i think this is a good beginning for all of us to think wisely and mindfully which we call meditation reflection introspection awareness or mindfulness whatever word you want to use take few deep long breaths and let go relax your body and relax your mind think to yourself i'm going to born again as a new person with new energies new life every day is a new beginning past is a lesson this moment is our life future is unknown to make our lives better we are going to learn from this moment send your loving thoughts towards yourself thinking i am i am happy i am peaceful I am going to love myself physically mentally emotionally this life is precious I am grateful to have this time this life I am going to be gentle with myself even we have lots of life matters issues problems 
I am well. I am happy. I am peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. We all have difficult family members. Sometimes they are difficult, annoying, painful. Still we are connected to them, we don't know what to do. I think we all of us, we have those experiences. However, we have to find a way to live with them, do things with them. Instead of anger, can we change our perspective? how we think, how we understand. Instead of thinking, I'm going to change them. Change is within. You can change yourself. Maybe based on your changes, they will change. If not, 
they are responsible, not you or not myself. Therefore, please try to send your loving thoughts towards those difficult family members. May they be well, may they be happy, may they be peaceful, may they find a way to contentment. But anyway, I am going to content myself. My parents, children, brothers and sisters, may all of them be well, be happy, be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world, may all living beings be well, be ha happy, be peaceful.
Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. to repress your thoughts, no need to control your thoughts.
<coughs> now observe your mind, observe your body. Your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Make a strong determination to practice meditation every day. This is the best thing ever to keep our lives content, joyful and balanced. Now I am going to chant for you all. Yesterday I got, I received so many messages, emails from different people and asking for chant for them, their challenges and difficulties. For their family members, I'm chanting for all of them, all of you, your family, my family. Please listen to this chant mindfully and attentively. Bahun Sahas Mabinim Mit Sayudhantang Giri Sasen marang Dana didham vidhina Jitva munindo Tante jasa Bhavatu te Jaya Mangalani Marati Rek Mabhiyun Jit Sambaranting Ghoram Panalavak Mank Matandayakhang Khanti Sudhant Vidhina Tante jasa bhavatu te jaya mangalani nala giring gajavarang atimante bhutang Dāvāṅgi chāṅka māsa nīva 
basic things you are looking for to have good life i know food <laughs> big one what else you need food i just started happiness. Huh? Happiness. happiness okay in material world no. health. health what else hmm? okay shelter anything why we need the shelter what hmm protection okay okay protection anything rest rest okay anything else how about security so i was thinking about it lot yesterday and today we all are looking for security in life so now think about you are going to uh, buy a house when you buy a house first concern is security first you are thinking about the neighborhood why do you think about the neighborhood because you don't want to have any troubles in that neighborhood right so they are for first thing you are considering tyler is here maybe he knows really well about it he is a real estate person <laughs> and so security is so important in the neighborhood so and then after we buy a house that neighborhood security is not enough we need more <laughs> then what we do then we call a company adt <laughs> and so then we have to put a security system to your house then then you are not living there most of the time <laughs> so then you have to go and work to pay the bills so then you buy a car what you need we need the security again for the car then you consider about your life when you think about your life what you are looking for security for your life this physical body security what you are looking for hmm? life insurance then health insurance we all need those basic things then we feel good we feel secure now people who 
has health insurance here in this country, they think they are secure. I think those things are not bad things. We all need that to survive in this world. Then people who don't have health insurance, they are worrying because their life is not secured. So our monks at the temple, they don't have health insurance. But when I'm talking about something, they don't have any idea about it. But they, I can see they are okay with that. I don't know how long, but they are okay with that. They are not thinking about too much, you know. I'm not telling those are bad things. Those are not bad things, they are good things. So then we think, when we have all those things, we are secured, but we are not. So maybe you are thinking, I'm going to get them my best health insurance plan, the best uh, life insurance, best uh, house protection insurance, best car protection insurance, you know, all those things we have, then we are thinking we are physically, our properties, my life, my family, they are secured. I'm not asking you to stop those things, don't. Please go and do it, but we have to have a better wisdom. We have to have a better wisdom. Why I say this, why I'm thinking about this, I know one family. Uh, now I know the third generation too. Father, he worked so hard, he owned a business from the family, family business. Then um, he always coming to me and telling me, I can help you, he did. I can help the world, he did. I am safe, I am secured. So he felt good about it, nothing wrong with that. Now, you know, before he passed, actually he passed away, he said, I am secured, my children are secured and everybody's safe. But he passed away having a terminal illness. So then son and daughter-in-law also come into the temple. And he always reminding me, one day my, my father worked very hard. Because of his work, I am safe. He doesn't do that much work. Why? Father did lots of things for him. So then one day he came to me and said, um, my father has had a big life insurance lots of money there. If something happened to him, I'm the second person to get it. That means it is enough for my rest of life. He was so proud and grateful for it. You know, so I was just listening to, I was listening to father. Now I'm listening to the son. Now father is gone. Now son about everything and everybody. asking you, do you think like that? 
about your life? Something to consider. So then I was thinking, when we born into this world, did you come a romantic journey with somebody? <laughs> your mother struggled, but you came to this world by yourself, screaming, crying, lots of pain. So that's how you came to the world. Now you're born. Anyway, we're all born into this world. Now as a monk, I can see all my life I experience the moment people come into the world having life. Then always as a monk, I'm experiencing people are leaving this world. That's a part of my work. I had to go when people last rites, people are dying. then I think those are the two big main events happening in our life. So in those two big events, we did by ourselves. In between, all the things we collected, created, people we invite into our lives, which is wonderful, then we are thinking that is our life, but it is not. I'm not asking you to divorce your husband or wife. So what I'm asking, don't cheat yourself. That's what I want to tell you. Don't cheat yourself. Sometimes we are thinking that like son, I'm, I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm secured. Now when he had that feeling, now what is happening now? So I think, I don't know my English word, don't attach too much about my words, but listen to my heart. <laughs> okay, so he was thinking I'm safe and secured. Now he's totally opposite. Now he's angry and mad. So my suggestion is be realistic. Be realistic. I know to be realistic is very difficult thing. Why we love to live in a dream? Live in a dream, little fun. When you are living a dream, little entertainment. But that entertainment is the dream. So I think, I, my personal life I was thinking, what I am doing? having little fun in this world. But that fun is ego-driven fun. No harming to us. Why we have a false belief about life. Now I'm asking, please get out, wake up from that dream of existence. If you can wake up from that, beauty then you can live your life, then you are safe, why you are mentally secured, otherwise we all are mentally insecure. One thing I um, realize when I am sponsoring, I, 
young monks to come to this country and serve these people and the community. Now I think I have 20 of them around the country. So everybody came under my guidance and my support. Then after we come to this country, first thing we all of us experience is insecurity. Why is that? This is unknown for us. We are coming to unknown people, unknown environment, unknown system. Then we had the fear about insecurity. I think that is so natural. Nothing wrong with that. So then I was thinking myself as a leader, responsible person, I have to try so hard to make their minds, make their, you know, their stay here in this country, make them comfortable. So then what I did, whatever I can do as a leader, guide, responsible party, I did whatever I can to make them secured, their basic needs. When I do that, I am always reminding them, this is not your true security. This is not. But this security is temporary to survive in this world. That's not the best security you are going to But I do my job, my responsibility, whatever I can do for you guys. But rest, you are responsible, not me. So now I'm asking you, it doesn't matter what is happening around you. Now think about this country, most wealthiest nation in the world. People living in Sri Lanka, they are thinking, I'm perfect here, I'm secured. Before the COVID, we were thinking we are secured here. Why? For, you know, the four direction, the country is secured. Perfect. But 9-11 happened. <laughs> it is not secure. But we can do things, but things may happen. So before the COVID, we were thinking, you know, this is the best place. You know, good things here in this country. I'm so grateful. We are living happily, wonderfully, health. I, I, I know we don't have enough. We are not content about it. But when we compare to other parts of the world, we have enough. How many people died here in this country last six months? In Sri Lanka, small nation, 20 million people. Because of the COVID, we have 13 deaths, you know, one, three, 13 people died. Now we have cases, 300 cases, uh, 3,000 cases we found in Sri Lanka, not in local people people who travel from outside of the country. Now we have 200 people in camps, you know, healing themselves. And other than that, we don't have problems there. But we have other problems. Now my friend who is living in Sri Lanka, he's American. He's thinking, I feel so secure here. You know, even yesterday he called me and said, 
I feel I don't want to come to America. I feel insecure there. I can travel. I can do things here. I don't feel threatened to my life here, and everybody is happy. But we have another problems. So life is itself lots of problems. But wherever we go, I think we have insecurity, whether we have things or we have not. I'm asking. I'm going to tell you. Today I'm going to sell you another life insurance. That's my plan. So I'm the agent. I'm going to sell you life insurance. Are you ready to buy it? It is priceless. So all your life insurance you have, there's a price. This is priceless. We cannot give you a price for this insurance, life insurance. So that's why you are here. Sometimes people asking, "What you do? Your service? How much you charge?" That's very American. You know, somebody called me and said, "You know, I'm going to uh, do your mindfulness class." Long time ago, even before we owned this building, <clears throat> I said, "There is no charge for meditation. There is no charge for meditation." Then he said, "Then I don't like it." I asked, "Why?" Then he said, "Oh, the phone. It is so cheap. I don't want anything cheap because he is a business owner in Barrington area, and so he said, 'I don't want it because I don't want anything cheap. Please give me something expensive, valuable.'" So then I said to him. My meditation practice is priceless. There is no price. Tyler always reminding, <laughs> and meditation is free, but temple costs money, right, Tyler? <laughs> so therefore, I am asking you, whatever you do today at the temple, this is the best security you can have. Your security for your mind. All other things are temporary. The day you are leaving in this world, how you are going to live? Ask that question. Thinking about your wealth, money in the bank, about your children, all the houses you built, the business you created—that's what you are going to think the day you are going to die. I saw people who are dying poor and rich. I have seen in in front of my eyes. Everybody, rich or poor, they all have the same worry to live. They, whether they have money or not. So, therefore, please appreciate this practice, this meditation, this security. That is the best security you can have in life. If you are not getting this life insurance, then definitely. You are going to go through very painful experience in life because I every day I hear the stories, I listen to the stories, my story. So when I get more and more about dharma practice, dharma means understanding the true reality of life, not a religion. That's the best thing you can have. So meditate every day. 
think about life be realistic sometimes people ask you are you know the optimistic or pessimistic that's what people are talking about forget about both <laughs> be realistic if you are realistic nothing to worry so that means we are accepting true nature of life then best fun begins <laughs> after that you can have a girlfriend or boyfriend you can marry you can have business you can have children you can have a dog you can have a fancy wedding if you want you can do all those things but back to your mind you know what is the true nature of life sometimes when we are teaching these kind of realities some people feel a little more sad then they are thinking that means we cannot enjoy the life i don't say that please enjoy it have fun why we have very little time left so therefore don't waste your time have a dharma fun that's what i call the dharma jolly so have a dharma fun you know so after that life is free you can do whatever you want to do in life but you have that realistic mind okay that's my thoughts for you to consider this morning and any thoughts any questions comments yes <coughs> i cannot hear you because of the mask how do you define being realistic so how i am fine being realistic define it okay how i am going to define this realistic reality this is how i am going to define it acceptance waities accepting waities that's how i am going to define so if you are can accepting things as they are that's the best thing yeah anything else you think something to think consider so go and work make more money work hard build houses do everything but having this attitude in your mind okay so otherwise people think oh i am going to give up everything you know one young man from australia he's a engineer <laughs> he called me and said bante i am listening to all the dharma talks now now what i am going to do i am going to give up everything i am going to become a monk i said are you crazy <laughs> no need to become a monk that's my attitude so i said no need to become a monk i don't like you don't know about how difficult this life then from the distant you think oh my god bante sujat have a very peaceful life no this life also difficult wherever you are it is difficult but listen to dharma you know the listen to the dharma or practicing meditation doesn't mean you have to give up and live in a mud hut in middle of the jungle no you can live here in this society having that realization this makes sense so i don't like when people go to extremes then they are so painful people for this world <laughs> when they go to extremes tyler yeah so that's good enough for today and i got the live stream recorder right last week and not this one so hopefully now i'm going to have the phone right Let's see how we do that there we go good morning everybody how y'all doing
Welcome to everybody. Okay. Welcome to everybody online too. So we are in limited capacity in the room, but we have thousands of people together with us right now. So it's nice to acknowledge that. Um, I have a lot of thoughts going through my head because Monte was so beautiful today. And I was thinking of uh, a story I want to tell. He started off his Dharma talk today with uh, chanting. And um, he was chanting for all of us and all the people who reach out to him to say they have struggles. And I just was kind of overcome with this realization that very few people ever chant for Bhante. And so um, I want to just acknowledge that uh, and have us all recognize how much these monastics give to us and how important it is for us to recognize that underneath this robe is a human being with a family and sorrow and joy and all that. And so I'm thinking about this uh, moment I had, um, and I, I have a feeling after after our meditation this morning, Bhante is going to be mad at me, so I'm going to just prepare for that. But um, a number of years ago, uh, Bhante took me to his home where he was raised, and he lived in a, uh, a village called Peridinia. Those of you who know his name, it's Bhante Sujatha Peridinia, which is the village he grew up in. So the monks are named, their last name is always their village name. And so in Peridinia, uh, Bhante's family lived and lives um, essentially on a cliff. So, so there's no room for gardens, there's no yards. Um, it's it, very, very vertical and rocky, and you, you take this winding path up. Uh, you've been there. A few of you maybe have been there. And uh, so you walk up there um, to this home that is uh, incredibly humble in our mind, but actually far more substantial than when Bonte was a young man. Um, Bonte's parents are there, uh, still there, and um, they've been aging up on this mountainside. And uh, Bonte's dad is sort of a tough, um, obstinate, uh, gruff kind of a guy and uh, doesn't talk a whole lot and uh, sometimes makes hand gestures to get what he wants when we don't speak the same language. Um, and the first time I met him, uh, he grabbed my hand and starts pulling me away from Bonte and, and his mom. And, we climb up these old stairs, and he's an old man, so this is, uh, you know, precarious. And we go up to the what is the roof of their home, but actually is there's a road there, and it's sort of a little plateau. And Bonte's dad is very proud of his garden. And that garden is not a garden, it's, it's containers. So it's a, it's a container garden, but it's very substantial. And um, so we stand there in the midst of his garden and it overlooks all of the village of Peridinia. It's very high up and you're overlooking this uh, incredible park and this village. And uh, he grabs my hand and asks me to point and he takes my arm and he's pointing to all the houses on the road around his roof garden. And then he would point to the garden and then he would point to a house. Then he would point to a garden and he would point to the house. And he was showing me that he feeds the village from that roof. Um, and so Bhante's dad never taught the Dharma 
in the way that Bonte does and certainly has not traveled the world or written books or has a two-year waiting list to, to speak. Um, but he is serving the world in the exact same way, just in a different way. And so um, I want to just acknowledge that Bonte's uh, father is really struggling. And so I just, I'm, on behalf of the way you chant for all of us, I hope you can feel all of our love for you and your family right now as you navigate this uh, difficult time. So a uh, few announcements. Just a quick reminder that we have our Sri Lankan lunch today, and it is uh, not sold out. I think we have seven extra meals. If anybody did not order, uh, we have like five or seven extra meals that you can get. Uh, we'd ask that you go uh, let us know and then go outside to pick them up through the back door as we continue to follow our COVID procedures. They're wrapped in banana leaves today. Cool. Okay. I don't know what it is, but awesome. Uh, reminder that last week we announced we have our new uh, Sri Lankan cookbook. So those of you who've been around a while and been to many of our Taste of Sri Lankas, these are the great recipes from our it's a beautiful book. Uh, send some love to Bhante Asaji, who designed this for us. So really happy to have that. It is available online and in the bookstore. Um, and then a reminder that Bhante's uh, uh, morning coffee, which many of you get in email form every day, uh, has also been turned into a wonderful kind of coffee table book. Um, so remember that. And uh, we have... Um, just, uh, I think, just some reasonably good news to continue to share. Uh, we had a board meeting. Where's Aaron? There's Aaron. I was just thinking, I was kept looking at Aaron as Monte was talking because unless you like live the behind the scenes with us, you can't understand how awkward it is for the spiritual leader of the place to always say that everything is free. And then we sit in board meetings trying to figure out how do we pay for this place? Like, would someone like turn off his microphone? <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, it, what's so wonderful is that you guys continue to recognize that although the Dharma is free, the, the refuge that we create to teach it in is not, and your generosity continues to make this um, so much easier than it used to be. And so while we're no, by no means are we safe, we also don't live under the illusion that there is such a thing as safety in the external world, and so we continue to find a way to make it. Um, and at our board meeting, we reviewed sort of year to date, how have we done and navigated through this pandemic. And uh, while we definitely have not filled many of the missions that we might have set out for in the idealistic days of January, um, we've certainly maintained the opportunity to stay open and to find new ways to teach the Dharma. And that's just because of your generosity. So we really appreciate you continuing to show up and do that, whether that be in the form of your monthly pledges, which Frankly, we desperately need to rely upon so that we can know how to operate a budget. Uh, but then also your daily donations, whether that be while you're online and you throw us a dollar uh, in gratitude, or when you're here and throw money in the bucket. We're just really, really grateful. It's super necessary. And I assure you that we are being the best stewards we know how to with that money. And so um, thanks, everybody, for that. We are open now on Monday and Wednesday nights in addition to our Saturdays. Uh, so we're slowly reopening in this new and safe way. Uh, we'll continue to do that as we feel able. Uh, and so stay tuned for those uh, things as we evolve and, and grow. So uh, thanks, everybody. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, be well.